Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome back to Super Mega Cast. This is episode 80. I'm here with uh, my boy, Ryan McGee. That's me. I'm Ryan McGee. I'm fat. I'm free, and I'm and I'm ready to record this podcast, Matt. Ryan, you're you're most of those things. You're not fat, though. I would not say you're fat. Not really anymore. anymore I mean, I no. still got I still got that like extra shit here, you know. A little, but but not. But you know, that's not I, like I had. Well, it was described to me at one point in my life of having a Santa Claus stomach, but that <laughs> that doesn't mean I was super fat. That just means my stomach was solid round. Hey, and now I think it's a little more just puffy and jiggly. It could have been like a mall Santa, you know? They're never that fat. It could have just been like like a very average, you know? Yeah. To take it like that, you know? I guess you could say I'm getting in better shape. All the better to look in my underwear for, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, Ryan, with me undies. You want to look good in your underwear and be comfortable, right? Yes. But that perfect balance is hard to find. Don't sacrifice style or comfort. Check out MeUndies.com and find the best pair of underwear in the world. Fellas, fellas, you want some you want some nice undies, don't you? You want to impress the ladies with those undies? MeUndies is the most comfortable pair of underwear you will ever own, made from a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton. They're the ultimate feel-good undies for when you want to feel naked, but not be naked. I'm actually naked right now. Oh, wow. Well, you could use some MeUndies. How do these look? Those look fantastic. And comfortable, too. Oh, wow. You know, I was looking through my dresser the other day. I saw a bunch of underwear. I'm like, oh, what do I choose? This one with holes in it, this one with stains in it. And then there's this beautiful pair of MeUndies. And I'm like, which one am I going to go with? Of course, MeUndies. Because over time, they still look good and they're still comfortable. And for the fellas, MeUndies Diamond Seam Pouch cradles your jewels and gives your stuff the support it needs without feeling too tight. And for the ladies, ooh! <laughs> Get a 100% satisfaction guarantee that guarantee you will love your undies or your money back. And right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer. <laughs> uh, what? Ah, just for our listeners. You can get 20% off your first pair and free shipping. It's a no-brainer to try. 20% off, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee, 
What are you waiting for? To get 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee to get the best and softest underwear you'll ever own, go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. So go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega right now. Remember MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. If you need help spelling Super Mega, it's, it's in the description. It's, it's You can just click the link in the description. Just take off the... You can you can copy and paste the podcast title and delete everything. After un- Super Mega. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. That works. Yeah. <sighs> but hope everyone is doing uh, excellent whenever you're listening to this. I'm doing pretty good. I just got back from the land of the rising sun, as they call it. I went... Give me a high five for that one, yeah. I went right, to, uh, to Japan, uh, visited... Dung. Oh! <laughs> I can't tell if that's racist or not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it. I'm sure it's Probably. like it's well in this state it's acceptable racism, but in five years it'll be unacceptable. They'll listen back to this podcast and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like I'm gonna be running for president. Someone's gonna cut that clip. Oh, I guarantee there's a lot worse on this channel they're gonna cut than that clip. Donald Tr- Donald Trump Jr. is gonna fuck me over in my 2020 election when you guys are running against each other. Yeah, it's Donald Trump Jr. versus Ryan. <laughs> yeah, versus Ryan. Man, I, would, I would kill to see that race. You're gonna be my vi- you're gonna be my VP, I'd dude. Be, oh shit, I'm gonna be part of that race. I mean, if you want the 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 offers on the table. Okay, well, I'll 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 keep that book open. I'll be thinking about that. I'm sure Philly D is gonna get us you know give us some trouble. Oh in, yeah, in the primaries. In the primaries, but we're gonna yeah. take him out real oh, quick. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be the number one nom- nominee for the uh, the president, the Green Party, the Green Party. <laughs> I don't know, the party that only gets like three votes. The uh, or, the like, Constitutionalist Party. <laughs> yeah, we'll start our own party, man. But political parties are stupid. Let's just make our own. We don't have to conform to to one that already exists. Can we just name it the Terrorist Party and see if anyone <laughs> just bats like, an eye? We just named it that as a joke. <laughs> we're not actually terrorists. We're terrorizing our current law. Because it's gonna be better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna terrorize America for the better. Absolutely, that's our that's our catchphrase: <laughs> terrorizing America for the better. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh, visiting my lovely, lovely GF, who is the sweetest. Um, she uh, let me get this out of the way for all you uh, all you meme lords out there uh, that love to call me Matt Weaboo Watson. Let me just get ahead of this bullet. Um, she's not Japanese; she is Australian. Uh, but she's studying abroad in Japan, so I figured, hey, I might as well go visit her. But she does like Japanese culture, much well, she, like you. Yeah, she's yes, she was studying abroad in Japan. She's from Australia, but I had a very wonderful, lovely time. Did lots of fun stuff. Trip I will never forget. Soup. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Who's calling me? Who, who's calling Who me? could be calling? It's from Los Angeles, Ryan. I'm going to answer this live on the podcast. Speaker, 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 do it. Hello. Hello. Anybody there? Nah, and they hung up. Okay, cool. Now you're going to get like 10 calls back. They're all going to be little kids going, is this Matt Watson? And I'm going to say, I Uh-oh. shouldn't have answered my phone if I didn't, when I didn't know who it was. I should have just let that number leave a oh, message. Shit, yeah. Well, but because I was scared it was like a doctor's office thing because my, you know, I've had some issues with my health insurance. So I have Matt, a bunch Matt, of doctors. Matt, I don't care about how unhealthy or healthy you are, dude. Okay. I'm sorry, man. I want to hear more. About your trip in Japan. Okay, dude. Yeah, I, I had I had so much fun. Um, I did all sorts of stuff. Uh, one of my favorite things was I went to this place called Fuji Q Highland, which is an amusement park right oh, at the yeah. base of Mount Fuji. Uh, and I, it was my first time seeing Mount Fuji like up close, and I was like blown away because it's so big. I've I did not expect it to be like, you know, you see pictures and stuff, and it looks big, but then when you see it in real life, you're like, oh my god. That is a massive mountain, and I've never seen a mountain that big. I was kind of blown away. It's so wide. It just goes on forever. That's one big hill. It's That's exactly what it was. It was just one big hill. So you went on 
Do you know what's the name of the roller coaster that does that steep incline? Oh man, I don't remember the names, but I, I went on a down. bunch of world record breaking roller coasters. Yeah. This park just wanted to break a bunch of records, so they had like steepest drop, um, highest point, I think fastest. Uh, I don't know what it is in miles per hour. Um, miles per hour from Sonic, dude. High five on that one. It's good, good <laughs> Sonic reference. Thanks. I'm loving it, man. Um, McDonald's, but in in kilometers per hour, it went like from zero to one hundred. What? McDonald's. I'm loving it. You said I'm loving it. Nice. Okay, I'm another great reference, man. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Sweet, <laughs> nice. sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, I don't know what it is in miles per hour, but it went from zero to 130 kilometers per hour and real like quick, two seconds. Like it. I have Got never been met. What? It went. It went what? Zero to zero to 130 kilometers. Real per quick. Hour. What's that a reference? So it's to? a song. It goes zero to 100 real quick. Well, I don't know that song, Ryan. Go on with your story, man. God, fucking moron. Um, I'm really trying to shoot these references in here. Yeah, Ryan, I get the references. <sighs> Whatever, dude. What are you, family guy over here? Throwing references <laughs> every two seconds? Could you imagine if our podcast was nothing but... It reminded me of that one Uber drive, Matt. And then we'd actually um, construct an audio play-by-play. Like, put in the car foley. Some and audio gag. Yeah, just every time. That'd be, that'd be miserable. I, I would actually not mind doing that one time. Yeah, like once. That, that is not something I can maintain for an entire podcast series. But not now. Not today. Not, Not today. in this podcast, baby. But yeah, I've been on roller coasters that, you know, like, you sit still and it launches you really fast. This was, like, a mm-hmm. whole nother realm. Um, my vision went white when it when it launched because you go so fast. I, I've never been on something that fast. It was insane. And then I went on one where the drop goes straight down and then it goes at, like, a negative degree because it's so steep. It like goes, I would say it goes, it goes about... 10 degrees inward. It goes more. more than 10 degrees. I think it's like 30 something degrees okay. inward. It was okay. insane. And it like holds you at the top right before it drops you, so it just teases you. So so it's like a combined drop zone roller coaster. Yeah. Which is yeah. perfect. It, it was so much fun. I hate drop zones, but I love roller coasters. So this seems like the perfect median. Do you, so do you like drops? <clears throat> I love drops. I love drops too. Drops are my favorite. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Mega Drop because that well, one is just a straight up like. Yeah. Like that, that, that makes my tummy a little upset. Well, I like drop. I, straight down's fine, but I like roller coasters that actually have the slant. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a straight dip down. Because um, you fi- get something out of the drop. Yeah, I think my favorite type of roller coaster is the kind where your feet are dangling. Oh, I went on one of those and it was like terrifying. A, like Top Gun at and Carowinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. Um, this one, I went on one where it's like you know your feet were dangling down, but the whole thing was on like your seat was on like a pivot that would just was free uh, to the the hands of gravity. So you would just spin 360 degrees around like with the roller coaster with however the G-Force was Wait moving. Wait a second, it was like a teacup ride but a roller coaster? Kind of, yeah. Like you're, you're, <laughs> what? You're, you're, you're in a chair and like your feet are hanging and you can just spin like back and forth and stuff. Um, so like if it does a loop, like you're going to spin around based on like the G-Force of the ride. And when when you do the first drop, you go backwards and then... As you're doing the first drop, uh, you flip around, so you're facing like straight down, and oh, you just damn. go, "Oh, it was terrifying!" And you're super high up. It was so much fun, though. Those rides were. Um, I almost want to say like the safety regulations on those are a little different from America because uh, they just felt almost. Some of them were like too intense. I've never been on rides that intense, and I was like, I feel like this would not be like they they would have a lot more precautions in America because before going on them, they had like screens that would say a million warnings, and some of them were like, "You may hurt your neck on this ride." You may, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> well, warning signs. I, I, I was walking by a building, and they had this placard, and it said, 
we have to warn you. It was like one of those can- California yeah, cancer yeah. things, except it was talking about just people might smoke around the building. Cars are driving past. They're talking about just emissions from cars and stuff. It's like, please don't sue us because you get cancer from car emissions. I don't know what they're. I don't know what. No, it is. seriously. Like I, I don't know. There was some some lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> Pro- Proposition sixty. That is. That's my that's my Tamagotchi beeping in my pocket. Please okay. ignore that. He yeah, might yeah. be dying, but that's okay. Um, I think even though you did promise, I, I did. You, you I, promised I, Julie that you'd keep I promised, it alive. Promised my girlfriend I'd keep it alive. So I, if it's dying, I'm sorry. I uh, Proposition sixty. I know that because I've read those signs so much that just stuck out to me. They're they're in every they're like at every drive through. Yeah, and they're that's almost like, at every building. Yeah, like every building in California or something. There's gonna be every a sign that's sushi like, restaurant because yeah. the seaweed causes cancer. Everything causes cancer in California, specifically in California, which I have no doubt because cancer kills a lot of people. So, oh yeah, I mean, I guess everything's giving us cancer. I mean, those signs aren't hurting anyone. If anything, it's just being like, hey, you could get cancer from this. It's not. If anything, it just puts a damper on my day because I'll be trying to enjoy sushi or like I'll be like the McDonald's drive through and it's like you can get cancer. Could you oh imagine gosh, just like someone whose family member or like friend recently died of cancer and they have to drive by like they're going to the drive through. It's like oh, I just need something to eat. It's late at night. They're not getting much sleep. They're like they're on oh. the way back from the hospital. Yeah. yeah. They're just oh, I need, I'm going to go through McDonald's and then they look at a sign. This might give you cancer. <laughs> yeah. They go back to their apartment like complex, go into like the garage. There's a little placard right where they park. The garage metal might give you cancer. They go into the elevator. There's a placard in the elevator. This the elevator might give you cancer. <laughs> he presses the button. Warning. This elevator has certain chemicals that can cause cancer. Only in the state of California. Only though. in the state of it California. It always says. <laughs> yeah, in the it, state of California. It's a California thing because cause I, I don't see these anywhere else in my whole life except California. In fact, I've seen them outside of California on objects. Like I used to have these this paint set when I was a kid. And on the paint tubes, it would say like, Known in the state of California to cause cancer. It's like when God was making the earth, he was like, you know, molding it. I, I picture God making earth like a kid playing with, with Play-Doh. Play-Doh. <laughs> um, and he accidentally just spilled a little cancer onto the Play-Doh, but he already molded California. California already looked so beautiful. It had like desert, <laughs> forest, it had everything. He's like, ah, I don't want to restart. I have to go work on Africa now. My my next big project. <laughs> California 2.0, Africa. Yeah. Well, Africa is where we originated, right? Yeah. So that's where he got his business from. He, he started it there, and, yeah. then, and then he and then he he expanded his market outwards. That's crazy that people just like like we started in one area, and then somehow people just walked to the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, it's like whoa! Now we're now people are over here. I recommend watching Bill Wirt's video, History of the Entire World. I guess. Um, if you want to learn about the history of the entire world, I guess it's really, really good. You've seen that one, right? It's like that twenty-minute video. Yes, he yes. Made I, I've only seen it and... once. I've seen the Japan one like twice, though. I think that I've watched History of the Entire World. I guess like five or six times now. Yeah, it's so entertaining. I love Bill Words. He is probably my favorite creator on YouTube. If okay. I had to say, yeah, I love his jingles. They make me feel so good. Sometimes I'm feeling down. I'll put on his music and I'll feel. I'll feel up. He has some nice jingles to to work to. He has some nice songs, man. They make no sense, but they're so good. They're so uplifting. Okay. I love them. I love the man. Come on our podcast, Bill. Oh, I had the weird... This is just like from our live show and every other stand-up comedian for their first set. So I had the weirdest Uber drive the other day. (laughs) By other day, I mean last night. But other day in reference to when this podcast is coming out. Okay. Um, So... I order an Uber, and I get in. It's this 
just probably 40 something year old Asian dad type of dude. And I'm like, he's like, Ryan. Yes. Okay. He's like, I don't, is it racist if I do his accent? No. Are you sure? Well, how? You're like, okay. That's fine. Okay. He's like, Ryan. I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, brother. Okay, brother. (laughs) I got you. I'm like, okay. It's like, it was weird. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. He was so, like, blatant about it, and all of a sudden, I was listening to the song, and I and I didn't, I unfortunately didn't Shazam it or anything. That's the worst, man. But it sounded, at first I just accepted it was like some sort of 50 Cent song, because it sounded like a rap song that 50 Cent would do, you know, with those eyes like, it's got those 808s and that type, that type of shit. And, and it sounded like a 50 Cent thing, but then I couldn't understand anything that the guy was saying. And I'm like, is this English or am I being racist? Um, (laughs) and I think it turned out to not be English. I want like, my theory is that he was listening to some like Asian 50 Cent rap type song. And every time like he would talk to me, he'd always end it with, okay, brother, you got it, brother. I'm like, okay, dude, I got you, brother. It's like, it's like, it's almost like we had been stationed together in Afghanistan and he had my back 100% after our, after our long tour. I think that, I, you know, Ryan, I think that you give off such a personable vibe. Yeah. He, he saw you and he's like, this guy is so fucking cool. Like, well, it's probably because, you know, you're wearing your do-rag and everything. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wearing my do-rag. What's and, up, brother? And my dollar chains and everything. <laughs> I, I have chains that have a dollar attached to them. <laughs> Not the dollar sign, no, an no. actual one dollar bill, <laughs> yeah. like stapled to the end of the chain, <laughs> just like with a little hole puncher. That's that. I like that, Ryan. You got That's got to be your look this year. Like, get rid of the hat you're wearing now. Get the do rag. I love do rags, man. Like the little tight ones that just look like panty stockings. Where, where, where they uh, <laughs> they tie a little bun up at the top and then it like goes down on the back like hair and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like it's kind of like uh, a fabric mullet. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like That's it's like it's like fabric hair. Yeah. How about okay? Come on, hear me out, Ryan. Okay. okay. I think we'd really make a name for ourselves if, from now on, in our branding, in our channel, in real life, we're always wearing do rags. Always. <laughs> I think we could pull it off. I think that that would be a good look for us. Well, I was I thinking think... in like a ma- in like male videos. I want to start dressing up and shit. Like I want... <laughs> just wear do rags in the next one. Not like look good, but like I was thinking one time we'd we'd like slick our hair back. Yeah. And uh, like wear, kind of like try to look like a review bra Dude, a review little bit. Bra. Um, and then I was thinking we could we could just do one one time in nothing but um, me undies underwear. Absolutely. 
I would love to do that if, yeah. if MeUndies wants to you know, throw I'd, us a but, few but, extra but, free pairs. But before getting the underwear, I, I'd, of course, go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Oh, absolutely. Um, and like get you, 20% off my first free pair. Yeah, I mean, 20% off of underwear. I mean, 20% off of anything is a big chunk of That's a big chunk of cash. Away. Put that in and, your pocket. Buy and, some penny candy. You know, it's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Or so, I mean, back. yeah, it'll, they'll give you your money back. I mean, my money back if I were to do this. But, yeah. So, um... Do rags, man. Yeah. I think... We would look fantastic. MeUndies should do do rags. Oh my god, MeUndies! You listening to us right now? You got to do the do rags. You, you have do to a, make those. A super special edition, super mega do rag. You know that would sell. We'll, Come on, MeUndies! What are you waiting for? Or we'll just have to do it and steal the business, MeUndies. We should start. We should start making do rags. Do rag like that should be our next merch. Which yeah. we do, by the way, have more merch uh, on the way. Took a little break after Christmas. But um, soon, coming up in this year, we will have a lot of new merch coming out. A lot of new fun stuff. We have some cool ideas. Uh, like like never before. So go ahead and like start. Like never before. You've never seen merch like this, folks. This is the greatest merch you've ever seen. It's tremendous. Start going in your parents' purse now. Steal a dollar, two dollars a day. Uh, don't let your parents know, but in, in, in due time, when our merch drops, you will have enough money to buy it. Um, so please, please yeah. do that. That's how we keep the lights on at our uh, apartment. My, so your it's my Tamagotchi. He's, check, he's check dying, on Check on him. My Tamagotchi's... Yeah, oh, he's sick. Oh, he's Shit. sick? Do you, do you have to take him to the doctor? I'm giving him medicine right now. Do we need right to take now. a break? No, no, no. We're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> okay, we're good. okay. Um, help! Help! <laughs> I uh, I set up VR. Dude, you set up recently. VR? Yeah, I set up VR. I got my I got an Oculus Rift, finally. I, I only have a desk set up, and my desk setup is super limited, so I can't really move around too much, but I can still walk around and look around and shit. Um... And I have to say, just because it's out there, I had to. I, I had to say, see Ryan. what it was all about. Um, just got you got. Yeah, I mean, you got to You got to just like yeah. you know. You got to see what it's about. Yeah. Know? So there's porn VR. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about VR porn. That is going. That's it. Scares me. Not because of the reason that it scared you, because, because you felt woman? like you were a you were a ten inch tall man. But it scared me because of just, this sounds like I'm advertising for VR porn. The quality was ridiculous, as in this per, this, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, she's actually right there in front of me. But uh, the one thing that threw me off was the giant erect penis right in front of my <laughs> face constantly. I mean, she'd, she'd bop it around and play with it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish I just I wish you could get this sensor for the Oculus Rift where it would be a dick like a dildo that you just right on the desk. And so you'd see the guy's penis and then you could like bat it around in VR and the girl But that could, would just be VR you playing with a penis. You, you that should that should be a penis. VR game. Why haven't why hasn't anyone made that? It would like it, it would be five bucks. And all you do is you sit the thump right there, and you can you can go in different situations. You can buy a harness to attach it to yourself. You can, you can like, go around. Yeah, it suction, so you can stick it on a wall if you yeah, want. And, and like, doom, doom, doom. you can like go around in uh, different environments. You can go around like uh, Times Square or uh, or uh, you can scare people with it or Snow White's cabin with the seven dwarves and just kind of like <laughs> wiggle a di- like a real like VR penis around. You yes. could like go down and grab the penis at all times, and it would move as. I'm getting off subject. That's what they'll advertise it as. It's greatest feature. You can grab the penis at all times. <laughs> please, <laughs> please grab the penis at all times. Dude, no. The the first time I tried, uh, I watched VR porn at uh, at Ross's house because Ross has a, a VR We setup. all just lined up with your helmets on. Him, 
Holly and you. We all tried it. We were like, let's let's. I mean, Ross had a large collection of VR porn on his computer, so we're like, let's 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 try it out. So I I was terrified, not because of 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 because when you when you put it on. Sometimes it feels like you're 10 inches tall and the woman is like 100 feet tall. Yeah. Um, I wasn't scared for that reason. I was more scared because I'm terrified of a physical, intimate contact with a female human. Oh, of course. Of um, course. But it, it was it was it was it was pretty. I was like, whoa, this is this this changes the game. This changes everything. This what, what, changes everything. And what I mean by that is, within 10 years, this is just going to be the way people watch porn. Yeah. Because v, like VR headsets right now, they're expensive. Um, you have to dip into your 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 checking account a little bit, but a, at some point when when VR a system is just kind of like uh, everybody, mainstream, yeah, like, mainstream. It's everybody becoming more has, mainstream. It is definitely way more mainstream. But I still think that you know you, you people have a computer, they have a PS4, they have an Xbox. It's like, uh, is this VR worth it? Because people don't have it registered that a VR is a totally different experience. So they're going. Do I want this? Do I want to buy this four hundred or three hundred dollar accessory? But you're paying for the whole fucking deal. It really um, is a different experience. Yeah. I, mean, I love VR. VR is so cool. Damn it! One of my favorite games that I downloaded was is called Gorn. Gorn. It's it's just a gladiator thing where you go and you bash you bash a bunch of muscular dudes like faces in and their torsos with just big. It's just a gladiator battle. And you ha- and you have the penis accessory. But it's like super cartoony. And I want to play some VR. We should we should do some VR videos on. Uh... Whenever I want to abuse Lego, I just play Gorn. And you just go. <laughs> Yeah, feels so real. Feels like I'm really beating someone. And I take off my VR headset and I actually beat my dog to death. For those uh, just wondering, I do not abuse my dog. And if you abuse animals, go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm so I'm so mad. One of the main things I want to do in Tokyo, which I just remembered I didn't do until right now, was there's like a VR arcade. Mario Kart. I know exactly yeah, what you're about that. to say. It's the VR My heart arcade. sunk because I'm like, oh, you didn't get to do it. Uh, I fuck. forgot. Shit. You grab a turtle and throw it. Yeah. You're driving and shit. It's a it's a really cool VR arcade, and there's actually a lot of VR arcades around. I saw several of them, uh, and every time I saw, it, I was like, "Oh, well, we'll do that later." And then I just never got around to it. I even at the amusement park I went to, they had a whole VR section. Like mm-hmm. VR is getting big, man. You can you can get it cheap now with like Google Cardboard. You can use your phone. Super cool. Oh man, Ryan, it's mm. the it's the Winter Olympics right now in Pyong- Pyeongchang. It caught me drinking. Yeah, you're taking a sip of that water. Just remember, trying to catch you off guard, man. Remember that? Uh... Me, whoa, when, when was that? Was that when we were in high school? The whole bay caught me slipping. Oh, yeah, was that, was that when we were in high school? That's when old, that was man. a thing. That, that or is was that super middle old. school. I think that was I can't middle remember. school. Okay, back, back, back in those early memes, I can't days. remember if that was like early high school for me and then middle school for you or like late high school. No, that was that was I think that was like late middle school for me. Okay, bay caught me slipping. Yep, classic meme, man. Classic. The thing is, like, memes back then, you always remembered them. I don't, I don't think people are gonna remember memes these days except for like the big ones. Do you remember the like. It wasn't even a good one. It just became a big thing. It was the kid next to Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl halftime show. He looks, he's like on his phone and looking confused and shit. I saw it, but I I didn't keep up. It didn't register with me. And like, I saw a bunch of people posting it, but I'm like, that's not going to go down. No one's like, are people really going to go, dude, you remember that old meme? Oh my God. He was on some like talk show because of it and stuff. Oh, I'm sure it was Ellen. It was probably Ellen, yeah. Even though it may not have been Ellen, Ellen usually is the first one to jump on the whole, like, what's the latest she'll, she'll, she'll thing. S- she'll snatch him up. You know, she got the damn Daniel kids. She snatched that was, him That up. was my Ellen impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think I, I, show today. I wish she spoke today like I that. will dance in cool sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> She has like black spirits like coming out of her mouth. I thought you were gonna say she has like okay black spirits. Then like uh, 
was it an animated movie or no just like in a did you ever see batman forever or like one of the tim burton batman movies Mm. there's the danny devito plays the penguin and whenever he talks like black tar like slowly like starts seeping out of his mouth (laughs) that happened with ellen during your show i feel like if that happened our audience would still be like oh yes Yes!" (laughs) (laughs) it's like spraying in the audience on everybody everyone's like what like the front row is like the, the splash, splash zone. zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like SeaWorld. You have to wear like uh, like little like tarps and stuff. <laughs> my, my, I think I told this story, but my aunt went to go see Ellen. And, you know, like every every show, you know, they give out like something awesome. Like Not like Oprah, though. Yeah. But like like sometimes they've given out like like really, really nice like vacation stuff. My aunt went. She's like, what are, what are we going to get? And it was just like pie. Like, like, a, just, like a little pot pie. It's just, like, yeah, it just like a little pie. And it was like, I mean, I can't complain about pie. It's free. It's free pie, but, yeah. you know, when you're expecting possibly, like, a Hawaiian vacation, you know, pie doesn't... There's no way they're going to... Is, is Ellen, like, an everyday show or a weekly show? I think Ellen's every day. I, I want to... I don't know. Does I would love to go on Ellen. Thing? She still do a thing? Yeah, Ellen still does it, dude. Ellen's still, Ellen's still kicking damn. it. damn. Can you imagine being, like, a daily show host where you got to... Man, you got to put that face on. You got to do that every single day. I think... That would kill me. How is there enough content for a 30-minute show every day? I don't know. I mean, you and I, I'm not going to say you and I kind of do that, but like, just thinking of what we do now yeah, and then translating that into not a live show, but a pre-recorded just thing in front of a studio audience where you have to get into character, blah, blah, blah. Because they, they, they film them about, what, f- six or so hours before they actually go live? Or is it like four hours or it's, something? It's not even. I think it's like it's like three. two or three. Okay, like it's yeah, really yeah. it's really soon before it goes live. They chop it up. For, I mean, there's like no room for error when when you're doing that. Like you gotta you gotta get on. You gotta do it. And if you fuck up, it's like, ooh. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I don't watch talk show. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I I kind of stopped watching talk shows because they all talk about Trump, and I'm not saying like oh. They're disrespecting my president, my smart president. Donald Trump is so smart. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm not like like that. It's just um, I don't know. It's just it's kind of like uh, hearing the same joke again and again. And I miss the times where it was kind of like a weekly wrap up almost, where they did focus on a lot of other things. But now it's just only Trump. Well, because I think the, here's the weird thing with Trump, and I'm sorry for getting political. Feel free to cut this out. Whatever, I don't care. But it's 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 in this weird spot where you know you you don't want to hear about Trump but then you're then I'm also like well if I don't hear about it then am I just is it just becoming white what is what is what's playing shut up joe rogan this is our podcast <laughs> <laughs> um little joe rogan was in my pocket sorry he just started <laughs> just talking <laughs> yeah i had to shut him up but uh it's just like cuz there's that weird point where there's a lot of crazy things going on with this um white house yeah and you want to stay up to date with it just because you don't want to you don't want it to become the usual because then that's when it becomes scary i guess you don't want it to be like you don't want to like tune it out and then like let it become the new norm yeah because i'm i'm mainly just kind of afraid because i don't just i know politics has always been show business but this is just getting into that weird territory of um it's you'll soon only get mascots and entertainers and just kind of like popular celebs and shit that's what i'm scared about i'm scared about i'm scared about politics like i know politics is like this sore subject and like a lot of the times in government is not really taken seriously and like a lot of government 
people don't take their job all too seriously type of thing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, you know, fuck you, get mine type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a lot of them. But I, th- I think when you mix that with vanity, it's just a scary prospect for what our government could, yeah. what, what what it opens up our government and that's be. like what it is right now yeah. and you're like you don't you're like you don't want to play into it because you yeah. don't want to like support that i mean it's good but... it's good tv well it's not even about supporting it it's like what if it's it's i i think i'm afraid of becoming desensitized oh to, yeah to the, so then that becomes the like super normal yeah and then that that allows for the next step to happen because you know companies even do that when they market something if they they like they market something too strong. They push back. They pull back a little bit, and then they slowly work it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I totally understand yeah. that. But it's just something like I, I'm so fascinated by the current like state of like American politics. I, I can't stop watching it. It it is well, it's super interesting because of the it's crazy the polls that have been set up on either side. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like uh, I, I cannot I cannot pull my my face away from the screen with this stuff. It's you're, like you're like rubberneck in politics. I am, I am <laughs> I'm causing a little traffic jam over here. But oh, I'd uh, like to give an update. Okay, on Trump? No, not on Trump. <laughs> no, on something actually cool. My Tamagotchi. While we were away in our company meeting, which happened in the middle of this podcast, came he, out as a homosexual. That did not. No, uh, my Tamagotchi evolved into a really ugly fat. Um, <laughs> it, look at it. Look at it, Ryan. Look, he's got big lips and a little hairstyle. Look at him. It's like a little. It's like an egg with legs and a duck beak. It's like it's like an egg that's cracking. Yeah, it's like a cool design where it's like the beaks out of the egg and the looks like a chick, like a little chick breaking out of an egg. Yeah, he's got that. he's got big big ass lips. He's got a funny little hairstyle. It's like kind of slicked back on his head. He's swinging his hips, man. Wait he's, a second. Yeah, of course. I was like. It's like a pocket monster. Wait a second. <laughs> it's an egg, dude. Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what tamago means in Tamagotchi? Tamago means egg. You just said it, so yeah. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> it clued me into that. 
It's, it's kind of like, ah, oh, football's a good sport. You know what's a good sport, Matt? Football. Football. <laughs> Let me tell you, just tossing the old pig skin around. Why is it called a pig? Oh, because it's made... Stupid question. <laughs> Never mind. I, I I answered it as they skin a pig before every game. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the you know the football is not even made out of pig skin. It's just that's the name because they skin a live pig. Yeah, it's just for tradition, man. You can't break tradition. <laughs> I was gonna say then they staple it on staple it onto the ball, <laughs> the the entire skin of the pig. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a like a hanging flopping like <laughs> they throw it and it's like flailing behind yeah. in the wind. <laughs> That's disgusting. What was that movie? Remember that movie that came out ages ago about, like, football from the 1920s or something? Did it have Mark Wahlberg in it and he was trying out for a team? I don't remember. No, no, that wasn't Rubberheads? What was was it called? Rubberheads. Leatherheads? Leatherheads? Was there a movie called Leatherheads and it was really unmemorable, really forgettable? I'm going to look it up. I I, I, I remember that being kind of like when I was young and I think I went to go see it with my dad. I went to go see some football Mark Wahlberg movie. Okay. Um, Leatherheads, two thousand eight. George, wait, is this George it? Clooney. I think yeah, George yeah, Clooney yeah. Was okay, yeah. So this was this was another one, dude. John Krasinski. What? Whoa. Uh, what is? What am I thinking of? I'm gonna look up Mark Wahlberg and find out. I'm thinking what... of radio. <laughs> Did you ever play radio? radio, dude? I've seen radio like five times. Really? It's a good movie. I've, I've I saw part of it. You know what I watched recently when I was in Japan? I Sad watched. Sad as shit. Dude. I watched some classics while I was in Japan, Ryan. You guys ready? Listeners, you ready for these classics I watched while I was in Japan? I watched Kangaroo Jack, and I watched Spy Kids 2. I watched both of those in Japan. Spy Kids 2 is the best Spy Kids, in my opinion. I have to agree. I think it is the best Spy Kids. That's why it's why I watched it. And, and uh, um, Kangaroo Jack will always be a classic. But, but, but you're Julie, you're GF. Julie. She's like, it's just so, Amer- it's it's like an American's look into, like a stereotypical American point of view of what Australia's like. And it's like, exactly, that's what makes it so yeah, garbage that's why it's and so funny. Fun. It's a garbage, okay. Because you see it and you're like, that's not what Australia's really like. Because like, it's like watching the Crocodile Hunter and expecting everyone from Australia to be like him. Yeah, I know. Oh, crikey. Um... Yeah, so I watched Kangaroo. So my my uh, my GF is she's from Australia and she's never seen Kangaroo Jack. So I was like, we have to watch this. So I made her watch it, and she was uh, she didn't dislike it, but she was slightly underwhelmed, I could say. And I was like, why did you not love it? It was why did you not love it? Like I I, I love Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> me too. I it's love it a, so much. Like here's the thing. I think for me. Nowadays, I could honestly just skip the first half and just watch when they get into. Yeah, the honestly, Australia. yeah, like the 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 stuff in Brooklyn. That's eh, it's yeah. it's all right. But as soon as they get on that plane to Australia, I'm having dude. It's laughs all around. Like I can't get enough of it. It's a laugh factory. It really is. But uh, the movie that I was talking about with Mark Wahlberg is called Invincible. It's uh okay. It's based on the story of Vince Papale. Invincible. I love that. Papale. Papale. I don't know. A 30-year-old bartender from South Philly who overcame long odds to play the NFL's Philadelphia Eagles in 1976. That's inspirational, <laughs> man. Dude, sports stories have never been inspirational to me. Maybe it's just because I just don't like sports. But like, like when it's like, he overcame all odds to join the team. It's like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't like sports. Well, I don't like sports in general. I don't, either, I don't like man. sports movies. I mean, I like, I wish I had someone to throw a ball around with. Like a baseball, because like I like playing catch and shit, but I don't, I don't, I don't like getting with my with my with my bros 
than doing a pickup game of basketball or football. Or I don't either, man, because I always lose. <laughs> like, that sounds lame. It's like, oh, you sound like a sore loser. It's like, I just don't like those sports because A, I'm not good at them, and B, I always lose. So it's like, plus everyone, whenever I play with someone, they're always better than me. Um, so I just like, I just kind of get embarrassed the whole time I play. So I don't really yeah. enjoy it. I'm like, oh, I, I look dumb right now. I remember I used to play with, uh, just like, you know, little pickup fun game with, uh, my stepdad and my two stepbrothers. And then I think like some people from the neighborhood and my stepdad would be like, okay, so what you're going to, he'd pull out his hand and he'd start drawing like, okay, you're going to go like this way. You're going to go take a right. You're going to He'd like, like come up with plays and shit. Same, and I'd just be like, "What do you? What, I don't know what any of this means." <laughs> I'd just be like, "Just tell me the go straight and try to catch the ball." Yeah, I have no idea. And Especially I, like all the while praying that he would never throw it to me. It, oh, same. Every time I was playing like a sports game, I'm like, "Don't throw it to me! Don't throw it to me!" <laughs> and then they throw it to me, and be like, "Shit! Which way do I run?" Matt, Matt, what? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Speaking of sports, Ryan, shorts. <laughs> Are they in? Not yet. Okay. Later in 2018, they will be. I really like jorts. But anyways, go on. Let's let's bring them back. Like, oh. I, wait, you're talking about jorts that, like, go to your knees or, like, jorts that are, like, mid-thigh? Right here. I, I say, dude, I, I like mid-thigh I, I jorts, think mid-thigh would look better. Dude, I I wore jorts when I picked up Lego for the first time to get them. I, I have a picture of Yeah, there's that picture of with, you with Lego. With my, with my Assassin's Creed hat and my jorts. Dude, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with jorts. No, I love jorts. They're but comfortable. When I think of jorts, I think of, like, uh, like upper thigh jorts. Like, jorts yeah. that stop, like, at your upper thighs. But we weren't talking about jorts. We're you were about, about to talk about sports. I was going to talk about Pyong, Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. The, uh, the um, Winter Olympics are going on right now at the time of this podcast coming out. I watched a little bit of it. Chloe Kim's fucking badass. I, wa- I watched that live when she won the gold. That was, that was insane. And the girl, like, a couple of people before her got a 14. It was it was another American girl, and she, like, went and um she went out and she, like, messed up the first jump, and she just gave up. She just, like, went the rest of the way down without even trying. And I was like, oh, you got to at least try. <laughs> No, because for them, it's all or nothing. Yeah. You can't just try, because then you're just trying for a lower score, and they're they're out to yeah. win, win the medals and shit. So I, I, I can see it, because I'm pretty competitive, I guess, when it comes to video games sometimes, but I could not imagine the world of... Olympics. Of just being an Olympic athlete at, a, at whatever age you are. Just the competitiveness that you have to have, the drive that you have to have oh, to I be know. able to succeed, because it's like... It's kind of like my thing is like not just anyone can go become a doctor. You have to actually kind of want it, I guess. You have to put in a lot of fucking work. Not like if you just go and like I want to be rich and become a doctor. I guess some people can do that, but most of the people kind of just quit during that whole process because it is a it's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of just a lot of work. And yeah. I feel like that I, I can link that with uh, just the athletes because it's just like. Um, you know, a lot of people can try to become an Olympic athlete, but only so few actually have the drive to complete what needs to be done to actually achieve any sort of medals or anything. Yeah. And, like, it's also the nerves because, like, the whole world is watching. Yep. You know, you have so much on the line. And, and I can only, like, it's got to be so crushing to, like, mess up during the Olympics because it's like, fuck. It's like my, my one chance and I, I blew it. And, like, I don't know if I'll get this chance again. But I mean, still, just even getting to the Olympics is such like a uh, an achievement in itself. Oh so yeah, it's like represent. Well, that's another thing because getting there is really awesome. But another thing that you, that I just kind of thought of of the pressure is like you're representing your country. Oh yeah, you're like, representing your like whole nation. So th- that's a lot of weight on your shoulders. And even though like when when I watch someone snow, I'm not like they better be representing our country, right? You know that type of thing. <laughs> you know how Russia is super, just kind of like. You know how Russia is with the Olympics? Yeah. Well, not not 
right now. Yeah, <laughs> but, banned, right? Yeah, yeah. They can't. They and and I and I. They were going to be let back in, and then I think a judge like was like, nope. Have you watched the Icarus documentary on Netflix? Is that about the doping stuff? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen it. So good. It I is a really it, good documentary. I think you'd really like. You like documentaries. And I shit love documentaries. Like that. They had um, state sponsored doping though. That's like a like a huge deal. Watch the fucking documentary. Like, it's so interesting. It Russia- starts off as something like super simple, and then it just expands into this big arching story filled filled with a lot of things dealing with Russia. I don't want to spoil too much. Dude, they Russia like I'm not talking about the country, but I'm talking about at least the government. They're they are sneaky, dude. They yeah, they're they sneak, sneak into they're everything. They like bastards. they hack elections, they like <laughs> they like sponsor state doping. It's like crazy. Look, but this, but hey, they're they're doing their own thing. Each country's doing their own thing. That's just Russia's thing. Our thing is currently just being laughed at, I guess, <laughs> yeah. by other countries. That's our thing. Big circus. I'm but, not. I'm not. Because, because tr- it's goofy. Man. Trump's. It's goofy. You can't. You can't deny that it's fucking goofy. Trump's funny. He's a funny, but not man. like intentionally funny. Not like funny. He's, like he's trying. Like it's like that. Try to be funny, but then you laugh at the attempt to try to. You know that type of thing. It's like it's not a good. It's not a good laugh. Where it's like. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah. a, oh no. It's like when you watch one of our let's plays. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the, I don't know about you, but when I watch like I love watching the Olympics, um but it stresses me out so much. I mean, that's part of the reason I like it cuz like you're, you're what? Or gay. Oh, I thought you said you're gay. I was no, like, no, no, no. Cuz I watch the Olympics, Ryan. <laughs> um because it's only some sports that stress me out, like snowboarding, uh gymnastics, diving. It's the ones where you have to be perfect and there's like so much on the line. Uh, because it's like, oh, like ice skating, because it's so easy to mess up and fall. Yeah. So you're watching, you're just like, ugh, ugh, you're just so tense the whole time. And I think it's really fun to watch. It's just, oh, it's so tense. Do you, do you like the winter or summer more? I think I like the summer Olympics more. Okay. Uh, just because I like the diving and I like the gymnastics. Okay. And um, something else I like. I don't know. I think they're both pretty cool. Uh, winter Olympics are um, are pretty rad. I like I like watching the. I don't know what it is, but it's like you go down the slope on the skis and you're like on the track and mm-hmm. then you jump and you basically fly down a mountain. I know. I was watching them and like it's the first time I really ever kind of really watched it because when I was younger, as I said, I wasn't interested in sports. Was I wasn't in interested in the Olympics. Yeah, my parents would have it on in the background. I'd just do my own thing. And it was my first time watching it. They go off the ramp and I'm like, it's just a jump and they see who goes the farthest. There's a point where they're just, they're like a sugar glider. They fly. They're just soaring it's so cool like i was like oh just imagine the feeling of that i was like i wish i could feel like that but i would have to train for years and years <laughs> yeah. and years and years and, it, and it'd be so easy just to like break yourself in half break your legs that. just break your legs break them. your back break your neck that's the thing like i bet if you're good at it that sport has to be like the most fun sport out of all the winter olympics because yeah. you you're flying like you're you're accomplishing flight doing you're some just, flips on a snowboard too yeah that like, looks like anything fun. anything in the winter olympics is fun because you're just going fast ice skating whatever i think winter olympics it's have like the super, most fun sports yeah except the oh my god but luging like luge that is terrifying is that the, no, no, no 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 that's the sled that's where thing, you lay right? down and you basically go through like the ice canal and you go super fast don't they have like amusement parks where they have those things except they're not on ice it's uh you go down on these on a track on a track yeah yeah i want to go to one of those i forgot i I don't know where they are but i've always wanted to go yeah those look like a lot of fun one but the the ones on ice like it's it's the most dangerous olympic sport someone died back in sochi in 2014 because it's like you're basically i feel like with that sport it's all just luck it's like 
you lay down and you go fast and it's like, well, hope I don't die. Yeah. You go so fast and you're basically just hanging on. And it's like if you crash, you're going to definitely get hurt. It's not going to feel good. No. How do you get into luging? Like of all the sports, it's like, you know what? I'm going to uh, pursue luge today. I don't know. I, I guess it's weird. It's it, it seems weird coming from someone of the perspective of not even being interested in sports to begin with. But imagine being someone interested in sports and then you're interested in that. Like you're interested in entertainment, but you're only interested in a certain facet of entertainment. Let's plays. Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, it's like I, well, get... I mean, like as an interest. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like you personally have a specific, I guess, um, love or more love for one thing. Like if if we were to link it to Super Mega. You, uh, you have we both have more of an affinity towards music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When some people really love doing really love doing let's plays, and they're like, "Why would you, why would I do music videos? I love playing games and all this other stuff." And it's I guess it's a difference of just kind of like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like snowboarding. Oh, losing that looks fun." Like as a kid, and then you just grow up, and then it just becomes habit, and it becomes something you really are interested in. No, but I'm wondering like, how do you get into it? Like, where do you go to luge? And <laughs> it's like. Like, uh, how, who do you talk to to get into that sport? Because I get skiing. You have like, to climb to the top of Mount Everest and then luge down. <laughs> With a, you, you have to make your own luge. You <laughs> yeah, craft you, it by you, hand. You make your own luge going up, and then the true test is if it works coming down. You have to make it using wood that you find on the way up. <laughs> yep. duct tape. Oh, my God. Climbing Mount Everest, like, I, I, I could not do that. That's too terrifying. No. People die, like, every week on Mount Everest, well, every you, single week. There's just a lot of factors. It's not just the cold. There's, there's the there's oxygen. oxygen. It's physically strenuous, too. It's like, it's a lot of, it's slippery. There's crevasses, which crevasses scare the shit out of me. Like, yeah. you could not even see it. And then all of a sudden, you fall 60 feet down into uh, like a Because it's covered ravine. in snow, yeah. like a plush snow. And then no one knows you fell. And no one knows where you are. And you're stuck it's just there forever. And then you're gone. And if you live when you hit the bottom, yeah. then you're really in fear. You're fucked. You're f- not a you're, fun time. I th- Another thing with Mount Everest is that a lot of people, they can't get over, it, it's it's a lot to do with drive, too. You have to get over the hump of, I'm just going to, like, sit down and rest for a little bit. Because once you do that, in certain uh, circumstances of Mount Everest, then you're just going to stay there and freeze to death and just become really comfortable and warm and just... Yeah, because hypothermia, you get warm before you, uh, like, you feel really warm, and then you want to take your clothes off. Yeah. And then, uh-oh, now you're frozen to death. Whoopsies. Matt. What? Do you see? Do you see that over there behind the dumpster? What is in, that? In in the office. What's, what is, what is let it? Let me let me pull it out. Oh shit! Is that what I think is this it is? A, this is a fucking segue. It's a segue, dude. What what conversation are we segueing into, Ryan? Well, I was just gonna recommend a movie because it. I should have seen it way earlier, but I was turned off by it because it didn't look like something I, w- I would be interested in. But I fully recommend this movie now. It's Lady Bird. Lady Bird. I saw Lady Bird. That's Hank Hill's dog, and King of the Hill. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it when is. you say Lady Bird, I just think of Lady Bird. Come no, here, Lady Bird. I saw uh, the movie Lady Bird. It yeah. was it was really good. It uh it was just kind of I guess now it's just I don't want to be like oh I'm getting old, but I'm I'm at that point where I'm be I'm fully self aware of my just the aging process and how it's going to go and how it has gone and I'm like fuck life is it's been it's been how many years already type of thing like it's been like three years already has been like I'm like what I've been in LA for over three years that seems ridiculous yeah, yeah. and uh, it was like one of those movies or I think I just kind of connected with it in that way because there was like a mom who's like you know super like I don't know he's like super uh, wanting to help just like I guess the mom in the movie is like your typical mother figure so connected with that because you know how my mom is I know how your mom is in my business 
To all you mothers listening to the podcast. I, how many could there be? I wonder how many just like... I don't know. There's some think young there's moms. moms. There's like, young moms. There's oh, like young 18 year old moms. Yeah. I wonder if there's any like 30 something year old moms that just for some reason listen to us. And if you do, thank you. You're very or sweet. Or fathers. Or fathers. Just single fathers listening in. Any I'm stepdads sh- listening to us? Hey, stepdaddies. I'm sure that there's at least like like one 60 year old guy who just like for some reason watches us. Yeah. Just by himself. And to you, we thank you. That's very... We we that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they're reliving their youth through vicariously through these two young lads on a podcast. Yeah, and and uh, if you want parents listening, uh, go watch Lady Bird. Really recommend it. It's it's a nice, short, like little package wrapped up in a bow. It, that's what it feels like. It's just a nice, Ooh, conclusive little st- good feeling story. I like and that. I and I know I usually I'm like uh ended with like everything going right. I'm not telling you how anything ends, but it wasn't like a depressing ending like how I like some endings sometimes. I like realistic yeah. endings, which is weird cuz you'd think I'd want an escape. I like realistic endings too. Yeah. Um I like I don't like when they have to take 5 or 10 minutes to wrap up and show us what the characters are doing after the big events and shit like that where it's like the wrap up. Speaking of movies you recommended, I did see one that you recommended. I saw three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Ooh, okay. Did you see it in Japan? I watched it on my plane back from Japan on okay. a really poor quality screen with terrible headphones. Okay, but that was my favorite movie. But with that experience, I'm wondering if it still came across as the movie that it was. I really, really, really liked it. Okay. But I didn't get the full experience because I couldn't hear like half the dialogue. <sighs> and then it had Japanese subtitles over the whole thing. No! Um, But... It was it was still really good, and I'd like to see it again because the thing was like with the lighting coming in the window on the plane and everything, mm-hmm. and just like how bright the plane was, the screen was really dark. Yeah. So I couldn't see a lot, and it was hard to hear most of what they were saying throughout the whole movie. But I did love it, and I and I I got a lot from it, and I thought it was a really good movie, and I'd like to see it again. So I recommend that movie as well. So Very good. good. Yeah, it was great. Such a good movie. Sam Rockwell, Woody Woody Harrelson, and uh, oh, what's her name? I bombed on the uh, main actress. I I shoot. Fuck. She was in this movie where she played a butler where it's like, are you a man or a woman? What are you? It's weird. The Shining. Yeah. She kind of looks like the butler from The Shining. <laughs> I do have to say. But, um... <gasps> I, my phone! Oh, shit. One God, other... It's okay. One other movie thing, and I know people are going to laugh the moment I bring this up because I'm saying it again, but Spy Kids 2, I forget the casting choices that Robert Rodriguez makes in his movies. They're the weirdest casting choices. They're wonderful. They, they're great. They're great. <laughs> but just like... For instance, like George Lopez as Mr. Electric and <laughs> yeah. uh, Sharkboy and Lava Girl. But I, I forgot that he cast Mike Judge as like the director of the OSS. And every time I see Mike Judge come on screen and I you hear- You can his, hear the Hank Hill. I, all I hear is Hank Hill because it's like that is his real voice. He's just like a toned down version of Hank Hill. Yeah. So he'll be like, Juni, Carmen. And it's like, <laughs> I, I hear it. Like I hear what? Hank Hill the whole time. <laughs> and he tries to play this like badass like villain character. And it's so funny. Like how does Robert Rodriguez get these people in his movie? Like you got Sylvester Stallone to play the toy maker. He got- I, he's loved throughout the filmmaking community. I know Quint- Quentin Tarantino is got, got in some deep shit right now. But he's like, he's good with Quentin Tarantino. Wait, what did that. Tarantino do? What? I didn't hear about what happened with Tarantino. Um, There's the whole thing where... Uh... Is it sexual misconduct? No, it's kind of like his def- the, the one of the things is Uma Thurman. There was a car crash on set when she was driving a car, which she didn't feel safe driving, but he kind of oh. pressured her into it. But the main thing is that on a Howard Stern show, he was talking about how uh, Roman Polanski uh, he wouldn't call what Roman Polanski did was rape. 
Oh. When Roman Polanski gave a 13-year-old girl drugs and fucked her. So. That, I think that falls under the definition that's, of rape. That's definitely rape. That's definitely rape. That's that's 100% rape. He's like, I don't know if you can call it rape. I mean, it's a 13-year-old, you know, the, the party girls. I'm like, well, Quentin. What 13-year-olds are you? Are you <laughs> Jesus Christ, Quentin. No. <laughs> bad. Damn, bad, Quentin. Quentin. That's bad. You make good movies. But, but well, Quentin Tarantino has always, like, this isn't a surprise. It's just shitty He's hearing weird. it from him. He's always been a horribly socially awkward and inept person. I've never liked him as a person. I like his movies, but I've never yeah. really liked him as a person. Just from interviews I've seen and stuff. You've like, seen him like Quentin Tarantino talks to black people. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. And it's like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, ugh. And I remember people were like, and you it, feel me? It's, they're like, it's because it's cause, you know, he grew up in, a, in an urban area. He gets it. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, He's you just a goofy, to... He's a big, goofy white dude. <laughs> He makes good movies, though. Makes great movies. I ha- I don't think I've not liked a single movie of his. Well, I, I still have yet to see Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, and uh, Kill Bill Volume oh 2. Oh, my God. You got to see them. Those are, like, his biggest classics. They're, like, they're incredible. I watched a you know, movie I love that I watched recently when I was in Japan, of course, was uh, Lost in Translation. I have never seen that. Oh, dude. Lo- you would love Lost in Translation. Is that a Bill Murray? Bill Murray and, um, and um, Scarlett Johansson. I did not know Scarlett Johansson was. Yeah, well, the, I didn't know the two main characters. The only thing I know of Lost in Translation, I think this is the poster where he's like sitting on a bed, on, in a yeah. robe or something, yep. like a gold or beige robe. Or yeah, it, the well, the the movie's about he's like he was like a huge Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. like like one of the biggest, and now he's like a like a washed up, like only getting like TV commercials. So the movie's like. He's really unhappy in his marriage and his life, and he's in Japan shooting like a whiskey commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to be doing it because he wants to be like doing movies or like plays. But he's doing this, so he's really unhappy. And he's just staying at this hotel, and he meets this young girl, Scarlett Johansson. By young girl, I mean like late twenties. Yeah. And she's married, um, young woman. Then. Yeah, young woman. And she, <laughs> he's married to this like, I say girl because the age difference between them. But yeah. like, she's married to this workaholic photographer who doesn't really care about her. So she's like trying to find who she is, and then she meets him, uh, Bill Murray's character, and they kind of just, like, connect, and it's, they're only in Japan for, like, a short amount of time together, and it's just about mm-hmm. them, like, connecting and kind of finding okay. each other and themselves, yeah. and it's so good. That sounds nice. Oh, I also have so to good. see Groundhog Day. I, I kind of, I loop those two movies together, because I, they come around, they come out kind of around the same time when, no. like, the Bill Murray phase, where, like, Bill Murray was super big. This is a little after. I think... Lost Translation was like 2003 or 2004 okay. or something, but like... Oh, it's more recent then. It's it's one of those movies, I like it because it's one of those movies where it's a, it's mainly just a collection of scenes, like slice of life scenes, where mm-hmm. it's not really like... It's not a narrative. Yeah. I mean, there there is a narrative, but it's not, you know, act one, act two, act three. Exactly. It's more of like, there's really. an overarching like character. It's it's mainly just about like the character growth. Yeah. And it's it's presented through a bunch Which of slice of life is. scenes. Yeah. Like he'll be like, he'll be like swimming in a pool. Or, like, you know, flipping through TV channels in one scene. And it adds nothing to the plot, but it just kind of, like, builds the... The character. Exactly. And it's, oh, it's such a good movie. It's one of my favorite movies ever. I definitely have to give that a shot. You should. And My Bloody Valentine, one of my favorite bands, does uh, a lot of the soundtrack. So it's, like, the soundtrack is phenomenal to that movie. I Sorry, when, when you said My Bloody Valentine, I just thought of that. I thought you were talking about... Um, that slasher three. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's based on the original. What, what, what was that movie called? 
Is it called My Bloody Valentine? Yeah, it's called My Bloody Valentine. Where it's like the guy in the in the minor get up yep, or yep. whatever. I remember the trailer for that. He has like a that. pickaxe and he throws the pickaxe. I Not, never saw the movie. It I didn't goofy either. as shit. Remember when, when 3D was a big thing? All the horrible horror movies that came yes. out? They were like, 3D! Yeah, and it, it didn't make it any more scary. 3D really just died. Was Freddy versus Jason in 3D? Probably. They made, like, I remember... There was a 3D movie. Yeah, yeah. Back in like the 70s or 80s, there was a, there was a 3D movie. Like the first 3D movie, I think it was a a Freddy movie or, yeah. or a Jason movie. Well, I mean, they had my Jaws 3D that came out in the 80s. My mom was telling no. me how she went and saw it, and everyone got like the 3D glasses at the movie theater. I remember my first 3D movie. That was an experience. That was pretty fucking cool. I think we talked about 3D movies for quite a long time on another podcast. Yeah. But hey, 80 episodes in, I don't remember what we talked about. Cause that's a lot of talking. Who cares? It's, it's. I mean, there's some people who have. They're like, how many? How many episodes does Rooster Teeth talk about? I like. I remember. I've. I've listened to a good bit of them. I don't really listen to the. No, I do not listen to the RT podcast anymore. Cause, just like, I don't listen to. Po- I'm trying to get back in the podcast, so I might clue back in. But they Dude. have hundreds and hundreds, so it's like they they'll bring up stuff that they brought up yeah. before. It's just kind of like I think people tune in mainly just to. Because they, they find the entertainers that they find entertaining. And, and just something to listen to in the background. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to us in the background, thanks. I, I listen to podcasts for my commute to work. Oh, by the way, for the, for those uh, wondering, what are some good podcasts for me to listen to on drives? I saw there was a Reddit post about, like, what are some good podcasts? And We're, I saw a lot of good suggestions in there. We weren't on there, though, because I saw it, too. And I, and, I, and I scrolled down to the very bottom, like, nope. We were on there somewhere. I did. I, I found I did our not name see a few us. times. I did not see us. We were there. I, I I got there like probably like in the four or five hour mark of the post. Yeah. So oh. maybe we weren't there yet. But I I mean the podcast I'm listening to right now um is the Joe Rogan experience and um and the other podcast that I listened to is actually something that just recently came out, it has uh, some YouTubers in it that deal with movie reviews. Two of them I, I watch pretty much every video they release. It's uh it's YMS, so it's like Adam. Yeah. From YMS, then there's Ralph from Ralph the Movie Maker, and I hate everything. I H E. Oh, they're doing a podcast together. Yeah, they do a podcast. And I think it's a movie podcast. Oh, that's. They've cool. only released one episode so far. It's called Sardonicast. So I'm gonna start listening to that. Oh, I'd actually be interested in listening to that. Yeah, I like all those guys. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of podcasts, uh, I we were just thinking about this recently. Uh, it would really mean a lot to me and Ryan if you guys would. Um, sometime maybe go to our podcast on iTunes and maybe rate us, give us a little review, um, to maybe help us out, uh, statistics wise on the iTunes charts. We would really like that. Um, go ahead and and give it, it has to to be five stars. It has to be five stars. And if you have friends that are looking for podcasts, why don't you just recommend them? You know, share us around if you want. Maybe Um, spread us around like, like, like warm margarine on a piece of toast. Yeah. And you could even tell people, Hey. You know, start. I'd say start with around episode twenty. You know, you know, because certain there's certain I guess uh, feelings that our podcast has. Because I think at the beginning we were just getting used to the whole thing. Yeah, like it's definitely a different tone now uh, from it was in the beginning. And that kind of I'm like, oh man, because then people go listen to our podcast. They might start at episode one when we were, uh, you know, a different place in life. You know, our tone was a little different, and it's not the same as it is now. And I don't want people to, like, be turned off from our podcast because of, like, the way we were in the first, like, 10, 20 yeah. episodes. I would just tell people just to listen to our recent ones. Like, start start around episode 60. Start around just whenever. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's I mean, good there's, ones. There's classic there ones. I think everyone should listen to 
um, every uh, guest podcast we've had, definitely. I think everyone should listen to every single episode. Yes. You know what else people should do? What? Go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega to get some MeUndies. I think that that's a great idea, and I think that's a great place to end this podcast, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, podcast is on YouTube every Friday, on iTunes every Saturday. Um, we're trying to get it on Spotify right now. That has been kind of like a really difficult uh, journey. Yeah. Spotify has not really been responding. I mean, it's on iTunes. We're on the podcast, the this podcast app. We're on that the comedy on section. Android. What is this? Uh, it's just podcasts. Yeah, just podcasts. We're, so we're we're actually on that. I didn't know we were. And if you give us a review and rate us five stars, we can be in the top one hundred comedy podcasts, which I think we were for a while. I don't I don't I don't remember. Maybe we got bumped out. But help us get back on there, guys. Um, thank you so much. Leave a comment on what you thought about this podcast episode. What you want us to talk about in the next one. Follow us on Twitter at Matt H Watson and at Eli Ryan McGee or at Super Mega Show. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.